0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Lamarco. Today, we're doing a TCK Player Spotlight on our boy Amari Cooper, Dallas Cowboys wide receiver. I know a lot of people are thinking, who is it going to be this year? Is it going to be CeeDee Lamb or is it going to be Amari Cooper as the alpha number one in Dallas? Joining me on Instagram, you guys can hop over to YouTube. There'll be some graphics I'll be showing, but just want to talk a little bit about Amari Cooper. These TK, TCK player spotlights have gotten us through June. We've got a great couple of shows. We're going to four episodes starting in July, so check us out when we do. So, first off, I just want to make sure I pay tribute to some of our sponsors. Make sure you guys are going and checking them all out. The first one is Jersey Jungle. That's right, guys. The Jersey Jungle right on Instagram. You can D them, DM them right on Instagram at the Jersey Jungle. Guys, go check them out. Go follow them. If you haven't done so already, I recommend you do because these guys have a bunch of custom jerseys. Awesome rookie jersey you guys can go grab right now. Make sure you guys jump on to on Instagram to check out the Jersey Jungle. Use the code TCK. And receive 10% off one jersey, two jerseys, and 15% off three jerseys only at the Jersey Jungle. We also want to talk about Bomb Banana Hot Sauce. July 4th weekend is here, folks. And if you guys are going to be celebrating with some burgers and wings and all this stuff, all American food that you can think of, make sure you guys have a legit hot sauce. And make sure that hot sauce is Bomb Banana Hot Sauce. Not banana flavored. It's banana-based hot sauce, guys. Must try Please give it a shot. They also have the Mui Mui. You know, Sky loves to hit that. I love that stuff. It's great. Uh, Please make sure you go check them out at seekthespice.com. Also, the promo code there to use, guys, TCK, for 10% off your order. So please make sure this weekend you don't spend it without Bomb Banana Hot Sauce. And finally, our latest and our newest sponsor, Red Zone Draft Boards. If you are someone who does in-person drafts, I recommend that you go to visit draftwordredzone.com and check out what these guys have to offer. Not only do you get like a legit giant whiteboard that you could put a bunch of stickers on and 14 14 teams, 20 rounds deep, but you also get a championship ring. You also get cheat sheets as well from their, their relationship with fantasy points, guys. So you're getting a total package with red zone draft boards. I recommend that everybody who's doing, listen, COVID's over. Let's go, let's get back together and let's do in-person drafts. So use Draft Zone Redboards. So it's draftfootredzone.com. Use the promo code TCK for 10% off your order. All right, folks, it's time to talk about Amari Cooper. So first off, if you have been familiar with what we've been doing over these last couple weeks, we have been doing TCK Player Spotlights I have done one on Austin Eckler. We've done one on Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Miles Sanders. Sky has touched on some committee situations or white Steelers wide receivers. Carson Wentz, he's also talked about too. But this this time I'm going to be talking about Amari Cooper. Now I know a lot of people are excited about CeeDee Lamb, and I am too. I think CeeDee Lamb is going to be a huge factor this season. Uh, you know, talented first round pick. But my assumption is going to be that Amari Cooper is still going to be the alpha in this offense. And I'm going to tell you why. So first off, you know, like how we do with the TCK player spotlights, we talk a little bit about the actual offensive scheme. We talk a little bit about some of the offensive line issues and changes. Then we talk a little bit about the players. So let's talk about the scheme first. And this is a big one because this is their second year with Mike McCarthy. And one of the things, if you followed me for the last couple of years, I have talked about is how passing games tend to make a leap in the second year of a system. So we saw it last year with teams like green Bay, Arizona, for example, even Minnesota, who was in the second year of a scheme and they took big jumps in the passing game. Now this is going to be the second year for Amari Cooper and company under Mike McCarthy. So those teams last year, I just discussed of the teams that had, there was eight of them total. Six of them had the same quarterback, and the same head coach, because Tom Brady and Joe Burrow were the other two. But let's talk about continuity. You know Dak's coming back. Dak only played five games last year, but we know he's coming back. He has experience in this system. We also know Mike McCarthy's coming back. So what happened with those number one receivers in those offenses uh, from last year who were in the second year of that system? So of those six teams last year that had a second year in the system in 2020, Five of the wide receiver ones saw a bump in production. So we saw Arizona, of course, they brought over DeAndre Hopkins, and they actually got 4.4 points per game. We also saw Minnesota, for example, go up to 1.9 points per game for their number one. The Jets even, for example, with Adam Gase, which is a nightmare, they actually did see a bump, 1.5 for Jamison Crowder. And then we saw a big jump for Green Bay Packers with Devontae Adams at 7.3. Also, Calvin Ridley, 0. .8 is the lowest of the five. But, of course, five of the six teams saw their number one receivers see an increase in their points per game. So that's something that's exciting for Amari Cooper in this offense, and I really believe that he is going to be able to improve, obviously because Dak's returning, but just based on some history, we see win systems in their second season. Now, what about Mike McCarthy? I actually took a look at Mike McCarthy. He was the head coach, of course for Green Bay all the way back to 2006 to 2018. That's 13 seasons of data. So what did that tell us, those 13 seasons? Well, the average number one wide receiver averages were 211 points and 13.8 points per game. That's 13 seasons of wide receiver one data in a McCarthy system with Green Bay. Those numbers, 13.8 points per game, and 211 points would have been the wide receiver 12 last year. So right there, we already are starting to see that this offense offense is conducive for wide receiver ones and number one wide receivers in fantasy. Now I also wanted to take a look at how many targets those receivers received on average. So on average in those 13 seasons, the number one receiver on the team averaged 133 targets. If you apply Amari Cooper's career stats with Dak Prescott to 133 targets. So I, I looked at his reception percentage, his yards per target, and I also looked at his touchdown percentage on targets. He would have 217.8 points. And that would have been the wide receiver 8 in fantasy. So you're starting to see us creep up a little bit. First, we talked about the historical data, the averages for these receivers in a McCarthy system. A number one receiver is a wide receiver 12 in 2020. Then we add in 133 targets is the average number of targets those receivers receive. If we look at Amari Cooper's stats, reception percentage, yards per target, and his touchdown percentage with Dak Prescott, he would have 270. 17 points to wide receiver 8 in fantasy last year in half-point PPR. So right there, we know this system is extremely conducive for wide receivers and producing wide receiver 1. So we're already starting to build that case for Amari Cooper to be a wide receiver 1 in fantasy this year. Now let's talk a little bit about the offensive line. Now, last year, this this entire offensive line was ravaged with injuries. Four of the five starters did not play a full season. Zach Martin only played 10 games. Tyron, Tyron Smith played two games. Lendell Collins only play, played zero. And Tyler Badiaz, the center, the starting potential starting center, and who was on the roster last year, only played eight games. So the offensive line was in complete shambles last year. And that really is going to improve this year. We're going to see a better offensive line. It's going to give Dak more time to throw, and it's going to allow great route runners like Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb to dominate uh, against DBs this year. So I'm really excited about not only the system, but the improvements on the offensive line, and that goes for Zeke. Zeke is a hands-down, locked-and-loaded top six running back this year. Bet on it. You should be drafting him in the top five. Easy. Don't even blink. Now let's look a little bit about Amari Cooper's success. And like I just touched on too, his success with Dak Prescott. So in his career with Dak Prescott, in all the games he played with Dak, Amari Cooper averages 13.1 points per game, and that would have been good for the wide receiver 12 in fantasy last year. Now keep in mind, most of those numbers came in an offense with Jason Garrett that is not nearly as pass-heavy as Mike McCarthy. So volume goes up. Those points per game can go up. So already he's showing that even with Dak, even on an offense that wasn't as pass-heavy as Mike McCarthy, he's producing wide receiver one numbers with Dak Prescott. Now, I've kind of teased this a little bit, but over the next couple weeks, we're going to be talking about fantasy points per reception, meaning how many points a player – Accumulates for fantasy every time they catch the ball and p- fantasy points per carry. So Amari Cooper last year had an outlier season. He had a very, very low points per reception, meaning for he had 93 uh, 92 receptions last year. He only converted them to the points he had. He had only averaged 2.04 points per reception last year. So every reception he caught, he only had, he generated 2.0 fantasy points for every reception. I know it's a little, I know we think PPR, so we're thinking like the the scoring format, but I'm switching it up on you a little bit. It's actually the points they generate per that reception. His career average before 2020 was 2.51. So that's nearly a half a point per reception. If we apply his career 2.51 to his 92 receptions last year. And Amari Cooper had a great season catching the ball last year. 92 receptions. He would have been the wide receiver six in fantasy ahead of DK Metcalf. So we're already seeing because he's getting the higher volume. He's catching more passes. Now, if he's able to build on that with Dak Prescott and his efficiency with Dak Prescott, we can tell you already, he's already starting to see that upside. Now he's getting close to wide receiver six ahead of guys like D.K. Metcalf and Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Another key nugget from last year and why Amari Cooper's numbers were lower, especially when it comes to fantasy points per reception and all those things, was his touchdown production. In his first 25 games in Dallas prior to last season, the first 25 games, he had 14 touchdowns in those 25 games. Last year, he only had five touchdowns in 16 games. So we already can tell you now his production scoring touchdowns with Dak Prescott was always better than it was last year. So 14 touchdowns in 25 games is closer to nine touchdowns in the season versus five. So we're already starting to see where he can regress back to the mean closer to three to four more touchdowns next season. Now I think the million dollar question is him versus CeeDee Lamb. Now, this is an anti-CD Lamb, and I like CD Lamb so much that I wanted to take a deeper dive to see how. what's the likelihood of two top 20 receivers in the McCarthy scheme. So 13 seasons in Green Bay, there is five occasions where two receivers had 12-plus fantasy points per game in half-point PPR. That's top 20 numbers. That's top 20 numbers. So two top 20 receivers. So shows you right there that Amari Cooper could still be a wide receiver 1, CeeDee Lamb could still be a rock solid wide receiver 2. That's the minimum. There's been scenarios where two guys had 13, 14 points per game, but there was five or 12 they had five seasons where they both two receivers on a McCarthy offense had at least 12 points per game at half point PPR. In those seasons with the good number receiver 2, the wide receiver 1 averaged 15.1 points per game. So it's not like there was just two really good wide receiver twos. There was an alpha and still a really good wide receiver two. So 15.1 points per game for those five receivers in those seasons where they had another receiver have at least 12 points per game. That would have been the wide receiver five in fantasy last year. So there's ability here for Mari Cooper to be a solid top six to eight receiver. With CeeDee Lamb being a solid wide receiver, too, and flirting, even in some cases, with wide receiver, one value. Now, that's all great. That still doesn't solve the problem. Well, it could be CeeDee Lamb. Maybe Mari Cooper's the two. Let's look at it. So last season with Dak Prescott, weeks one through five, when Dak played, Cooper out-targeted CeeDee Lamb 55 to 40 in those games. So that's three more targets a game that Cooper saw versus CeeDee Lamb. But if you take out that fifth game, which we shouldn't, but in the four full games that Dak played, Amari Cooper out-targeted CeeDee Lamb 51-29. to That's nearly five targets. That's five targets a game. It wasn't even close. 51 targets in four games versus 29 for CeeDee Lamb. So right there, you could see that the target numbers were leaning towards Amari Cooper when Dak was healthy. And finally, Football Outsiders, shout out to them. Shout out to Pro Football Focus. Shout out to Pro Football Reference, all these great sites. Please make sure you guys are using them. They're awesome. Uh, they help me with all my data. I look at Pro f- Football Outsiders does a, a a metric called slot versus wide for quarterbacks. Dak Prescott is actually only – so most quarterbacks target the middle of the field, roughly about that 60% range, up to 70% guys like Jared Goff, for example, are really high, favor the middle of the field. Dak Prescott in that metric in 2019, 2020 will come out in August, I've already asked, is 52% to the slot. Versus 48% out wide. That's 30th in the metric. That means Dak Preset's one of the very few quarterbacks who's willing to challenge outside the numbers just as much as he'll throw in the middle. Which would mean lead me to believe that he's going to give Amari Cooper just as many opportunities than a an average quarterback who targets the middle of the field. So that's great news for Cooper who plays a lot on the outside because CeeDee Lamb mans mostly in the slot. So now that we talked a little bit about the offensive scheme, we talked a little bit about the offensive line and all the updates there, Dak returning, the offensive line getting healthy. And then we talked a little bit about Mari Cooper's success in this offense with Dak and the potential he has because of the volume with Mike McCarthy. Let's talk about draft cost. Currently he's going as the wide receiver 16 at 43rd overall, according to NFC ADP. That's going behind Allen Robinson, C.D. Lamb, Robert Woods, Mike Evans, Terry McLaurin, and Keenan Allen. I have, I have Amari Cooper way up there. I have him up as high as a wide receiver 10. Probably I would even consider him ahead of Michael Thomas, who is right now today in that site wide receiver 9. But let's break it down. Allen Robinson, always been really good. I understand that his quarterback play has not been great, but... Allen Robinson's still been good with Mitch Trubisky. The problem hasn't been Mitch Trubisky to Allen Robinson. It's been Mitch Trubisky to everybody else. Now, if Justin Fields becomes the starter, I understand that's great news for the team, but there isn't a lot of dominant number one receivers with a rookie quarterback. They happen, but I am going to bet on Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott over Allen Robinson and whoever his quarterback's going to be. CD Lamb, I've already made my argument. I believe that Amari Cooper's the alpha, but I love CD Lamb. Robert Woods, listen, he is. I think Cooper Cup's the one. I think he's going to. If you look at that data with Matthew Stafford and you break it down versus uh, his efficiency in the slot, he's one of the better slot throwers in the NFL last in 2019. He was very good. Um, and I think he's going to love Cooper Cup. I think Robert Woods is going to be good too, but I think we've seen a, kind of a ceiling with Robert Woods. Um, in an offense. I know Matthew Stafford's going to give him a little juice, but I'm still going to take Cooper in the volume on that offense and Dak Prescott, Mike Evans. Oof, this one hurts a little Tom Brady going into his second year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That offense is going to be just complete, ex- clear explosion. Um, Mike Evans. I probably have to do a deeper dive. I'm going to be fully transparent about that. I think I got it. You got to be on the Tampa Bay Bucks this year. So it's hard to fade any of them. Talk about fading anybody. You're not fading Mike Evans. But the real question is, is it Amari Cooper or Mike Evans? I think I'm going to still go Amari Cooper. Now, Terry McLaurin is the new hotness. It's a new flavor. And I love Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I love what he's going to do for Terry McLaurin and this passing game. But that being said, I just don't think that Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to have to throw at the same level of Dak Prescott. That defense is going to be dominant, and they're going to be a much better team defensively than the Dallas Cowboys, and I just believe that The volume is going to be there for Cooper, so I'm taking Terry McLaurin. And finally, Keenan Allen. I like Keenan Allen. There's a lot of Mike Williams talk right now. I think Keenan Allen's the perfect complement for a Mike Thomas role in that Joe Lombardi offense, but it's a new scheme. And I've talked about this a lot. Passing games take a year usually to take off. I'm going to bet on Amari Cooper. So I'm willing to take Amari Cooper as high as wide receiver 10, and I'm willing to take him in the mid to late third round right now. So that's basically what I got for you today to break it down the summary for everybody here. I'm going to start doing these summaries. So we talked a little bit about Mike McCarthy and the success of number one wide receivers on a points per game basis. We talk about breaking down how many targets those receivers got every year in the 13 years under that scheme. We talked a little bit about how many two wide receivers dominated in a McCarthy offense to satisfy the CD Lamb lovers and to still say CD Lamb could be great and Amari Cooper. We talk about all the improvements on the offensive line getting healthy. And then we talk about Amari Cooper's success with Dak Prescott and why that his fantasy points per reception is gonna go up this year and how that's going to impact him because he's catching more balls in a McCarthy offense. So we have, I believe that we still haven't seen Amari Cooper's ceiling. Plus, go check out the age analysis. 26 and 27 is right where the wide receivers peak. And that's where Amari Cooper is. So that's my breakdown for Amari Cooper today, guys. I really appreciate you joining me today for episode 405, the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast. Let's always remember to shout out all our great sponsors. If you guys are getting jerseys this year, please, guys, just go check them out. Go follow them. Go follow the Jersey Jungle. They they just post on their stories all their jerseys. And if you decide that one catches your eye, go buy a rookie jersey. You want an Amari Cooper jersey after you love this TCK spotlight, go get an Amari Cooper jersey at the Jersey Jungle. Use the promo code TCK. This holiday, July 4th, don't forget your hot sauce. And if you do get the hot sauce, get it from Bomb Banana. banana based. Not banana flavored. Seekthespice.com. Use the promo code TCK for 10% off. And finally, our latest sponsor, Fantasy Draft Seasons, right around the corner, guys. Use Red Zone Draft Boards, draftwithredzone.com for more details. Use the promo t- code TCK for 10% off. Guys, if you get their. Their draft board in July, it's only $79. You get a ring. You get a draft board. You get a a loser sign for last place last year. They have to wear the whole time. Whatever you want. Bunch of stickers and cheat sheets from Fantasy Points. Just a great relationship there, guys. You can get 10% off that really low rate using the code TCK for the month of July. Go get that stuff, guys, because it's time to get back together. Once again, this is Bobby Lamarco, the Fantasy Football X Factor. Please make sure you're going to follow all of us on our social medias. Make sure you follow the TCK pod on Instagram, on Twitter. Make sure you follow Sky at Sky Gowasco. Make sure you're following me at Bobby Lamarco on all our accounts. Instagram is at Fantasy Football X Factor. On Instagram, it's at the Fantasy Football underscore TCK pod. Uh, for the TCK pod. And then also follow Sky on Instagram. You know, he's uh, you should, that's the other side. The, the band guy side. The really, the cool side of Sky. <laughs> so, once again, I'm Bobby Lamarco. Thanks for joining us again. This was the episode 405 of the TCK Player Spotlight. Amari Cooper. Are you guys drafting? Leave a comment. Are you willing to draft him ahead of CeeDee Lamb? Debate me. I would love to hear from you guys. Thanks again. Peace out.